This is episode 433 of the Prepper Website Podcast, where I connect you with resources that will help you live a more self-reliant life so you can love your people, get prepared, and live free. Today's article, 18 Unusual Home Remedies That Actually Work. Hey, I'm Todd Sepulveda, the editor of PrepperWebsite.com. This podcast is an audible version with some commentary of articles that have been posted on Prepper Website, a daily curation of preparedness information. These articles are some of the best of the best that have been recently posted on PrepperWebsite.com. All article links and show information can be found on the PrepperWebsitePodcast.com. Hey everyone, before we get started, I want to let you know that this episode is sponsored by my ebook, The Preparedness Community's Guide to a Microbiz and Increasing Your Finances. If you'd like to get some more information on the ebook or the audiobook, come on over to the PrepperWebsitePodcast.com or click the link in the show notes. All right, before we jump into our article, I just want to uh, just mention this on the podcast. I know there's a lot of you that listen to it daily as it comes out. There's a lot of you that listen to it. You know, you're a couple of days behind, usually on a regular basis. But things have been kind of getting weird out there. You know, I've been listening and kind of monitoring a lot of the things that are going on uh, on social media and in the news. And of course, you have the the immigration stuff. You have some people that are on the border that are kind of worried about the amounts of people all coming all at one time. And then on top of that, you know, today is Wednesday. This was the day, if, if you're listening to this on, on another day other than uh, tomorrow, Thursday, um, this is the day that all those pipe bombs were kind of sent out. And there's just a lot of weirdness, right? A lot of pipe bombs to, you know, big Democratic leaders and stuff. And people are talking about conspiracy. People are talking about all kinds of things. And I mean, that's not where you normally go to, but there's just a lot of weirdness here. And so this is one of those things that you just, when you see all this weirdness that is going on, and maybe if you are a busy person, kind of like me, right, where you are going and on the go all the time, and and I don't really listen to talk radio anymore. I don't really watch the news. I get my news off of Twitter, and then I listen to a lot of podcasts and audiobooks. And so if you, you know, you don't get a lot of news, keep your eyes open. So, uh, you know, we're, we're in crazy times as things get closer to the election or to the midterms. There could be crazier things going on. Uh, I did, for those of you that are interested, I did release the new edition of the Weekly Watchman. Uh, for those of you who have heard me talk about this before, it is a weekly blog post that I put on edthatmatters.com and a link to it on uh, prepper website, but it is about four or five videos, just depending on who releases them at what time. Um, but four or five videos of prophecy teachers that I listen to. Uh, I don't watch the videos a lot of the times. I just listen to them while while I'm in my vehicle or while I'm in my truck. But uh, they talk about prophecy and and all those types of things. But they're talking about current events, and a lot of the times they're talking about current events that you don't hear in the uh, in the mainstream media and you don't usually hear in alternative media sometimes as well especially Jacob Jacob Prash does a real good job about that of uh, of sharing things because he's you know he kind of lives like he lives in England but you know he spends a lot of time in in America and he spends a lot of time in Israel as well and so he's got his pulse on a lot of things that are going around or going uh, going on around the world 
And so I think, you know, his is one that you should want to uh, listen to. But anyway, John Haller's and, and Jacob Prash's are two that I definitely would, would listen to because there is a lot of current event stuff there. So if you are interested in that, uh, I'm going to link to it in the show notes so you can uh, go ahead and click to it. And like I said, I just listen to them. I don't watch them. There's just no way that I could sit down and, and watch all of that. But I can listen to it. And there's just a lot of great useful information and you know be able to understand what's going on and and stuff like that all right so let's go ahead and jump into our article of the podcast it comes to us from homesteadsurvivalsite.com the article is entitled 18 unusual home remedies that actually work now when it comes to articles like this there's going to be some of those that undoubtedly for sure work like you know that you can take out of it maybe one or two that you could say hey uh, for sure I'm going to try that I could use that for my situation for my family or whatever and then the other ones of course uh, they they could work they they might not work depending on your needs if you never need to try it then you you're never going to you know to know if they they do or not but as you listen to these these are 18 ways that you can do things, you know, with without popping a pill or without doing something, you know, medical, right? And so there might be some useful information for you here. This might be one of those that you want to print out or at least jot down some notes on some of these things um, if, if they kind of pique your interest and you think that you can use them. So let's go ahead and jump right in. More and more people are turning to home remedies rather than using pharmaceutical medications that may contain harmful ingredients and synthetic chemicals. Some of these remedies might seem very strange to you, especially if you're used to popping a pill for every ailment, but people have been using them for decades, in some cases centuries, to great effect. Now before you laugh at these home remedies and call us crazy for using them, try them out for yourself. You'll quickly discover that they really work. Here is a list of our favorite unusual remedies and how to use them. So number one is hydrogen peroxide for ear infections. Ear infections are painful and disruptive, but hydrogen peroxide can help clear up the infection. Lay on your side and pour a cap full of hydrogen peroxide into your ear. Let it sit and bubble in your ear for five to 10 minutes. It feels strange and you'll hear popping sounds. The popping you hear is the peroxide softening the wax and killing bacteria in your ear. Place a tissue on your ear and let the hydrogen peroxide drain out. Earwax will easily come out with a Q-tip. You can use this remedy just to clear out your extra earwax, but the hydrogen peroxide works quickly to remove any bacteria or stop a virus from growing. Okay, this is interesting, and I've never heard of this one before. Um, I don't know why. I do have a high wax buildup. I'm always cleaning my ears. Um, you know, there's a couple of things here that I want to point out. Um, they don't say to put a tissue on in your ear and then kind of turn your head over. I'm assuming that's what you do to get the hydrogen peroxide out. The other thing is, they, you know, using a Q-tip can be dangerous if you don't use a Q-tip correctly. If you put a Q-tip straight into your ear canal and you are just, you know, you're going down deep in there or whatever, and, uh, you know, you could easily be pushing earwax further into your ear canal and causing problems. When you, you want to uh, work outward, so you want to, you know, press in, I don't know how to do this uh, on, the, on the radio, how to explain it, or on audio, right? I'm saying like I'm on the radio program, but on the audio here on this podcast, but you're putting the Q-tip in and you're pushing it against uh, the outer wall of your ear. 
And so that way you're never pushing it straight in. It's like you're always, uh, you know, putting it in there and then pushing against your ear and then pulling it back out. And that way, you know, you're, it's like you're, you're digging into it, into your ear or in, you know, digging out the wax as opposed to just going straight in and trying to get it on the Q-tip, if that makes sense. Now, there are some things that you can buy on Amazon. Um, and so, for instance, if you ever thought that there could be a poop hit the fan situation, um, there are these little things that they're plastic and they they only go so far. So you can't really hurt yourself by going too far. And they have like a little hook, a plastic hook, and you can uh, you know grab uh, wax a little bit easier. But they have like a guard, so you can't go uh, all the way into your ear and and hurt your ear. So that might be something that you might want to look into. But definitely, you know, your ear is something that you you need to take care of. And if you needed to use hydrogen peroxide, that might be one to, uh, or you had an ear infection, using hydrogen peroxide might be the way to go. The only thing about hydrogen peroxide, it doesn't have a very long shelf life. You know, you're not going for, you can't stock it up for the poop hit the fan, you know, the end of the world as we know it. Um, eventually it will go bad, even if it's sealed up and stuff like that. All right, so number two is lemon balm tea for cold sores. Lemon balm contains antiviral properties that can help cure cold sores that are caused by the herpes virus. You can make lemon balm at home with some dried lemon balm. All you need to do is add two to four tablespoons of dried lemon balm herb to a cup of boiling water. Let it cool a bit, then dab the cotton ball into the tea. Apply it to your cold sore several times per day. The next one is vodka for foot odor. No one likes stinky feet. It's embarrassing. Vodka can take care of that odor or at least heal the embarrassment from the odor. Vodka contains enough alcohol to contain antiseptic properties. Using vodka creates an environment that bacteria want to avoid. Vodka will destroy fungus and bacteria living on your feet. All you have to do is soak a washcloth in vodka and rub it on them. It'll take away the odor rather quickly. All right. So, you know, some of those medicines or whatever thing, powders and creams that you would buy for your feet are kind of expensive. And you can buy, sometimes you can get a great deal on a big bottle of vodka. I know that I have, uh, you know, looked at that for tinctures and things like that that I've made. And I don't know, if you have some stinky feet or you have some uh, a situation where you think there's some bacteria or stuff growing in there, that might be the way to go. All right, the next one is sugar for hiccups. Hiccups aren't bad for you, but they're really annoying. They're caused by a spasm in your diaphragm. A simple but unusual home remedy is to swallow a teaspoon of sugar. Scientists don't know exactly why this works so well, but it's speculated that sugar affects the vagus nerve, which connects your brain and stomach, stopping the diaphragm from spasming. Now, every time you get the hiccups, you'll have the excuse to eat pure sugar. All right, number five, yogurt for bad breath. Halitosis is the official name for bad breath, and no one enjoys it. Believe it or not, the cure isn't chewing on a pack of gum. It's yogurt. You need at least two servings per day of yogurt because it contains probiotics. But make sure you purchase yogurt that doesn't contain sugar. Eating yogurt will change the environment on your tongue so that bad bacteria doesn't continue to grow and stink. Alright, what about baking sodas for UTIs? Urinary tract infections are painful and it's best to cure them sooner rather than later. A UTI can turn into a bladder infection. Baking soda is a home remedy because it makes the bladder environment more alkaline, which prevents bacteria from multiplying. 
Simply mix a one quarter or one fourth teaspoon of baking soda into an eight ounce glass of water. Drink this solution as soon as you notice the starting symptoms of a UTI. Then pencils for headaches. This might be kind of weird for you. Don't worry, you don't have to eat the pencils. When you feel stressed or anxious, people tend to clench their teeth and jaws together, but that puts a strain on your jaw muscles and along your temples. This strain can cause a headache. So to reduce the strain, put a pencil between your teeth when you notice you are clenching your jaw. Don't bite down on it, just relax your jaw muscle to avoid a headache. All right, so I don't know if you would want to do that. Sometimes a pencil might have uh, other germs and, and junk on it that you'd be putting into your mouth. I don't know. You got to deal with that. But I know I know all about clenching and sometimes I find myself just when I'm stressed or when I'm, you know, in the heavy concentration, I realize that I'm clenching my teeth or I'm really, really cold. And that happens in the office a lot of times for me. I realize that's happening and that does cause all that extra, you know, issues, you know, with your jaw and your head and, and uh, headaches and stuff. So, uh, you know, whatever you can do to maybe put a little barrier between your teeth so you don't clench. Number eight is olives or lemons for motion sickness. Motion sickness or any nausea leads to the extra production of saliva, which makes you feel even more nauseous. If you notice motion sickness, eat a few olives. It works because the tannins in the olives stop nausea by drying out your mouth. Lemons are a quick fix for motion sickness as well. The next one is olive oil for eczema. Eczema can cause you to itch and feel uncomfortable, and it can flare up anywhere on your body, even your hands. Olive oil is an ingredient in many skin creams and products, and it's full of antioxidants. All you have to do is rub the olive oil on the area of your body with the eczema flare-up. Olive oil is wonderful for many ailments. And let me tell you, another thing that is good for eczema is if you know somebody who has a, a salt pool. So now, you know, back in the day, they would make pools and, you know, you had a lot of chlorine in it and, and that type of stuff. But now they have salt pools that uh, the salt uh, creates the chlorine. And so, you know, I have a son who does, eczema does flare up every once in a while. It hasn't happened in a long, long time, but getting into the pool really helps it a lot. So if you have eczema or any kind of sores like that, a salt, uh, getting into a salt pool would, would greatly help. All right, so many people are going to love this next one. Chocolate for a cough. Finally, a reason to eat more chocolate. Dark chocolate can help you stop coughing if you are having a coughing spell. Two ounces of dark chocolate contains theobromine, the same ingredient found in over-the-counter cough medicines. Theobromine relaxes the nerves that are responsible for the cough reflex. All right, how about that? I think everybody needs to get some dark chocolate for cold and flu season, right? All right, and, and that way, if you, don't, if you don't need it, you have it. Number 11 is garlic for allergies. Garlic is one of those things every home remedious knows is a godsend. Instead of using over-the-counter antihistamines medication, you can use garlic to eat and cure up allergy problems. It works because garlic contains a lot of the antioxidant quercetin, which is said to reduce allergy symptoms. Onions work as well. Next is clothes for cuts. Clothes are a fantastic home remedy for tooth pain, but did you know that clothes can help heal cuts and skin wounds? Sprinkling clove powder over the cut can stop the spread of bacteria. Another option is to apply clove oil to the wound. This remedy works because clove oil has high levels of eugenol, 
which is pain relieving and has antiseptic properties. Number 13 is honey for chapped lips. Raw honey belongs in every home remedy kit because it contains dozens of healing properties. If your lips are chapped, don't turn to chapstick. Instead, dab a bit of raw honey on the chapped area. Make sure you rub it on just like you would chapstick. It will nourish and hydrate your lips. Plus, everyone loves the taste of honey. Make sure the honey you select is raw and organic. There's just so many uses for honey and finding someone who has honeybees or, you know, sells it that's local. That's just, that's the way to go. Number 14 is duct tape for warts. Wrapping warts in duct tape is one of the best ways to get rid of them. Make sure you clean the area well and put a slightly bigger piece of duct tape over the wart. Remove the tape every three days. Remove any dead skin with a nail file or a puma stone. Keep repeating this procedure until the warts are gone. I am linking to an article on warts and how to heal warts on Prepper website tonight. So uh, just if anybody else has issues with warts, there was a natural remedy that this person was uh, talking about. And, uh, you know, they went to a doctor, they went to a dermatologist and whatever they were doing was not working. And so they finally used, I mean, I think it was like a golden seal powder, echinacea powder. There was something else in there. And uh, so they, they used that and it went away. And so they have before and after pictures and it's pretty, it's pretty amazing. So if you're dealing with warts, that might be something you might want to go look at. Number 15, vinegar for swimmer's ear. Ear problems can ruin your day because the pain radiates into your jaw and throughout your entire head. You will want to get rid of swimmer's ear quickly. An old home remedy for swimmer's ear is to put a drop or two of vinegar into your ear. Grandma will swear to you that this remedy works because the acidic properties inside of vinegar can kill off the bacteria inside your ear. To use this remedy, you need to dilute white vinegar in distilled water. Then add three drops into the ear, giving you problems three times per day. Number 16, pine syrup for sore throats. Making pine syrup is easy and it works wonders for sore throats. All you need to do is gather up a cup of freshly washed pine needles and blend them. While you are doing that, boil some water, corn syrup, and a bit of salt. Mix in the needles and let them steep for a few hours. Make sure to keep it in the fridge for at least a month, then you will have it when you need it. The next one is beets for constipation. You'll probably think this remedy seems a bit far out there, but give it a try. Take some fresh beets and steam them. Then eat them when you feel constipated. Don't drain the water you use to steam the beets. Instead, drink the water because it contains vitamins that help your body process out the waste. Just be aware that it is possible your urine or stool may turn bright red. That can be scary if you aren't expecting it. It's nothing to worry about. It's just the natural dyes in beets. Man, can you imagine? Can you imagine having to deal with that, or at least freaking out, not realizing that beets are causing that? Man, you that would cause somebody to freak out. All right, the last one is toothpaste for bug bites. Bug bites are itchy and annoying. One simple home remedy is to put a small amount of toothpaste onto the bug bite. Toothpaste has a cooling effect because of the peppermint oil that lessens the pain and inflammation. You can also try applying peppermint oil to the bug bite if you don't want to use toothpaste. Now, unusual home remedies are fun, especially because you're used to pharmaceutical medications. These remedies might seem strange, but they work really well. Incredibly, we've only scratched the surface. There are countless more home remedies worth learning. 
If you're interested in learning more natural remedies, you should read The Lost Book of Remedies. The physical book has 300 pages and three colored pictures for every plant and for every medicine. It was written by Claude Davis, whose grandfather was one of the greatest healers in America. Claude took his grandfather's lifelong plant journal, which he used to treat thousands of people, and adapted it into this book. So there's a link for that if you want to go and check out that book. All right, so, you know, this last two referred to oils, essential oils. And so that might be one of the things that you look into because there are a lot of great uses for essential oils. I know we don't talk, uh, I talk a little bit about them, but not as much as I should. Because if we ever were in a situation where the poop hit the fan, having a little bottle of oil for different things could do wonders, right? And so, uh, you know, not too long ago, last Thursday, we did the interview on Facebook Live with Gay Levy uh, of strategiclivingblog.com. And uh, I'm going to link to it in the show notes if you want to go check that that uh, video out. But at some point, I'm also going to try to edit it down and strip it out and uh, share it on this podcast. And maybe it'll be like a special uh, episode or something like that, maybe that I release on a Saturday. But I thought there was a lot of great information there. So um, essential oils, as they were talking about it here in the last two, um, there are so many essential oils that can be used for a lot of these things. And so, you know, you, you really should consider that. I know sometimes guys, and this was the way that I, I looked at it at the very beginning, I'm like, come on, really, essential oils, an oil is going to do that or is going to be helpful. But I did purchase some just because I wanted to have some because people were talking about them. I follow homesteading blogs and things like that. And so I went ahead and got some, and sure enough, it, they, it helped, right? And so uh, my wife was having a uh, a migraine, and she had tried everything that she had. She threw all the medicine that she normally threw at it, and it was still pretty severe over a couple of days. And I had some peppermint, and so I said, let's just try some peppermint. It's supposed to be cooling, and it's supposed to help. And we put that on, and it did help her. And so it it didn't take it away. It doesn't replace you know pharmaceuticals. But it helped to manage it a lot more. And so, you know, that that made her a believer. And then she started looking into other essential oils. And so now we have a, a nice little selection of essential oils for different things that we do. And like right now where the allergies are just terrible, the weather's changing here in Houston and we're just kind of feeling it. Maybe you're hearing that I'm a little stuffy. You know, we diffuse it at night and it really helps us to sleep. And, it, you know, we have different diffusing um, or different essential oils that we diffuse and uh, it really helps out. I, I know I have one at work that I use. Um, when I have sinus pressure, I put in the allergy blend and uh, it really does help. So uh, if you've never looked into it, definitely you should look into it. Uh, like I said, I'm going to link to the video in the show notes so you can go check it out. But at some point here, pretty soon, I am going to share it on the podcast. So if you uh, if you don't want to go over to Facebook, just know that I will share it out at some point. Well, everyone, that is it for this article. Hey, don't forget, like always, I'm going to put it in the show notes. So if you want to go and maybe take some notes or you want to link to some of the other links or articles that they're linking to on this article, you can go over there. We try to make it very easily for you to do that. And so with that, that is it for episode 433. Hey, don't forget to subscribe to the show. You can head on over to the Prepper Website Podcast. That way you never miss another episode of Sweet Prepper Goodness. And take a moment to connect with me. I have a ton of ways to connect in the show notes and would love to see you on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and also on the Prepper Website Facebook group. And with that, choose to live a more self-reliant life. 
Choose not to be so dependent on the government grid or the grind. Until tomorrow, stay prepped and aware. Peace.